Welcome to Opinions and Facts. I'm your host, Dion Gladney. In today's Music Salute episode, it gives me great honor to present to you none other than Mr. Curtis Mayfield. Home, but his hope was a wreck and he should have known 
Welcome back to Opinions and Facts. I'm your host, Dion Gladney. Tonight's musical salute episode is all about Curtis Mayfield. Curtis Mayfield was born in 1942. Now, he was surrounded by music at an early age at his grandmother's traveling soul spiritualist church in Chicago. Now, at that time, gospel music and the electric blues scene was what it was all about in Chicago. And by 1958, he was a member of the Chicago soul R&B group, The Impressions, with his friend Jerry Butler. Now, being raised in the notorious Cabrini Green projects, that wasn't an easy task. But music was another instrument. Music was like another part of him. Now, childhood friend and singer Jerry Butler said, hey, Curtis used to play boogie woogie on the piano and he learned to play that in F sharp which means he was playing in all the black keys. So all you musicians who know about the keys know now that Curtis Mayfield played in F sharp with the black keys. Now, that's how he came up with his unique sound as well as on the guitar, and that's how he tuned it. So Curtis also became proficient on the bass, the drums, and the saxophone. Now, there was something about Chicago music at the time, and it became called, uh, the sound was called Chicago Soul. And it began in the late 50s. Jerry Butler, Curtis Mayfield, they were at the heart of that. The Impressions, the group that they sang in, they pioneered that. What we want to do now is we want to just get back into some music of Curtis Mayfield. And we want to give a special shout out to Mr. Fred Ford in Lansing, Michigan, who's a great big Curtis Mayfield fan. So, Fred, here's for you. Curtis Mayfield, give me all your love. Just how much I care Give me your love 
And that was Give Me Your Love by Curtis Mayfield. Now, in the 1960s, black music was all about singing and dancing, love songs. But Curtis Mayfield had different ideas. So outside of the recording world, black America was facing the civil rights struggle, inner city poverty, drug use. And it made Curtis Mayfield address those issues in the only way he knew how. And that was through his music. Now, in 1964, the Impressions, they had their biggest hit to date with the Mayfield song, Keep On Pushing. Now, other anthems follow, like People Get Ready and We're a Winner. They were all hit songs, but they was a life away from the charts. Martin Luther King Jr. made Ready and Pushing unofficial anthems for the movement. A state senator named Barack Obama gave the keynote speech at the 2004 Democratic Convention. The music that brought him on stage was Pushing. All right. Now. Mayfield, he was moonlighting as a producer. And then in 1968, he started his own label called Curtom Records. He wanted to be in control of his recording, song publishing, and his recording studio. So as the 70s rolled around, so did a new move for Curtis Mayfield. And that was getting his music into the movies. Now, there was a period of black exploitation movies. Films were quickly produced, low budget, and they beamed to be more appealing to the black inner city audiences. Now, they needed to write music for the soundtracks. So guess who they called on? That's right. Curtis Mayfield. It all started with Superfly. Now, it was a movie full of drugs, violence and badass culture. From there, he went on to produce songs like Freddy's Dead, Superfly. Both were million selling singles. Pusher Man, Little Child, Running Wild. Now, these songs would last for decades and the new generation of rap discovered the art of sampling and his music has been sampled all over. Just as well, Curtis Mayfield was producing songs for like Gladys Knight and the Pips for the movie Claudine. He did Sparkle for Aretha Franklin. And he also produced Let's Do It Again for the Staples Singers and A Piece of the Action for Mavis Staples. And in Short Eyes, a movie in 1977, <laughs> he had a hit for himself. Here is what started it all. And that's Superfly. Here on Opinions and Facts. Keep 
opinions and facts are you enjoying the musical salute episode tribute to curtis mayfield i know i am listen by 1980 curtis mayfield had moved his family of six children from chicago to atlanta effectively bringing the chicago soul era to a close then came august 13 1990 and the tragedy curtis mayfield arrived for a brooklyn new york concert sound check and as rain swept through the afternoon, high winds toppled a lightning rig and he was trapped underneath. His spine was crushed in three places, paralyzing him from the neck down. He was now wheelchair bound. He may have had little control over his body, but he still controlled his career. Curtis Mayfield died December 26, 1999. Now, following his death, there were a number of tributes were mounted and a lot of accolades were given. But I think the real tribute lays in the lasting power of the work he has left behind, still being discovered and played by each generation. My name is Dion Gladney. This has been Opinions and Facts. And we're going to close it out with another good song by Mr. Curtis Mayfield, Soul in Love. Here on Opinions and Facts, be blessed.
I'm Dion Gladney from Opinions and Facts. Is there a song you want to hear? Or maybe you just want to leave a comment about the show? Send an email to opinionsandfacts at zohomail.com. Again, that's opinionsandfacts at zohomail.com. Z-O-H-O-M-A-I-L.com. You've been listening to Opinions and Facts with your host, Dion Gladney.